Are you ready? Yes. Cheers, Drew. Skadoosh. A couple of plastic cups. Mm. I just can't stop commenting about it. Anyway, I'm bitter. <laughs> so, Drew, we hey. have a purpose this morning. Well, of course. We always have a purpose on these things, don't we? Mm, no. Not necessarily. Uh, but I was thinking this morning, you know, we, we, don't, uh, we don't really plan out these right now as, as much as people might realize. Oh, Despite how thorough they seem, uh, it's pretty much like 10 minutes before it's like, oh shoot, what are we gonna talk about? And then we come up with something. And on my way into work this morning, I, I thought, hey, maybe I should ask Drew to be on and maybe we should talk about gold versus steel And nibs. you didn't even know I was wearing an awesome shirt. I didn't. You're just like, I need this man on camera. We need to talk about this shirt. Because you wore this in Atlanta and it got a few comments I on did. Instagram. I yeah. did, and uh, a girl I met at the show actually went out found a shirt mm. very similar to this, but with Hawaiian print integrated into the corgis, Indeed. and wore that the next day to the show. Yes. And of course, now I had to buy that one too, so I might have that on Wednesday, we'll see. You know what I'm noticing though, is there's an upside down corgi like right there. That's what and I can that's look the at one, That's the one that I just end up going to. Like that's, I can't okay. not see that now. That is a pretty cute shirt. This I looks like it. my corgi Dinah, who's yes. the dumb one. Is she often upside down like that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she has no brain. Ollie's the smart one, but he's a try, so he's black, tan, and white. Okay. Yeah, Dinah. So you have no Ollie representation? No, in no, just Dinah. Like the black but the from the back. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it's exactly. the one time I can wear brown with black and my wife won't get mad at me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so let's talk about gold versus steel nibs. Gold versus we? steel. Gold versus steel. Because this comes up a lot. In fact, I think it came up on Goulet Nation this weekend. I didn't even yeah. realize that. Well, a lot of people just generally, when they're shopping for new pens or shopping for next level pens, that's the thing that first comes up. Oh, yeah. Because it's a, usually a big price jump. Right. You think next level, you think, oh, I need a gold nib now. But do you? That's, we're going to talk about that. So, uh, what is your opinion, Drew? I would just like to kind of know right off the bat. How definitively do you think, like, if someone's shopping for a pen, should they immediately go, oh, I have to get gold or I have to get steel? For years, I thought, like, yes, you need to go gold. You know, but the more I learn mm. and the more I write with them, I'm starting to shift there. Really? Yeah, and, and you know, I think uh, a number of people have said this, but I think Brian Gray wrote an article about it, like, kind of way back when. But, In, like, 2009 right. or something. But he did say there uh, that... <laughs> you know, a good steel nib is going to be way better than a bad gold nib. And mm. and I was thinking, the more I learn about tuning and adjusting, gold is kind of harder to do that with. A little bit. So if, it, if it's not tuned properly with a lot of attention, gold is easier to screw up or tune poorly. So I think that, you know, for consistency's sake, I don't know. If I'm, if I'm recommending things, I <clears> might <throat> go towards steel. But I don't know. There, there are pros and cons of both, and we can talk about those. We can. So for me, my answer is much less clear, as you would probably guess. I don't no. like to make a definitive stance on these ha. things. I think for some people, steel is going to be better, and for others, gold is going to be better. That's true. I would. Yeah. That. I don't think that's. That's not a. You're not uh, okay. diverting. That, 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 no, that's accurate. I think, the, the, and I've said this in the Q and A a bunch of times. I think it's it's like any other kind of instrument or sports equipment or any other fine. Uh, crafting item where uh, you know if you're just starting out you don't want to go with the most expensive thing you don't want to like jump to the high end like I I always go to golf because I'm a terrible terrible golfer I mean terrible yeah, me like too. embarrassing I have to buy like 18 to yes. 24 balls me too I go to the to used make ball section where you can buy them in bulk oh yeah yeah Definitely. And I definitely pick them out of the woods, too. Oh, me too. Usually they're mine, but I'll find three or four others, and I'm like, I'm going to need these later. Yes. So, uh, this is like the three times I've ever golfed. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of like that. Like, I am not going to go buy a 
$2,000, that sounds like a lot of money. I don't know, it's probably a lot for clubs. I'm not gonna go buy a $2,000 set of golf clubs because I'm gonna be terrible anyway and I'm not gonna know how to use them mm -hmm. and it's not gonna make any difference Very true. to my game, probably. Uh, but you know, it's kind of the same with pens. If you have never used a fountain pen and you don't know what you're doing, if you buy some like really expensive, hyper flexible gold nib thing, you may not know what to do with it. Right, that's a very it good analogy. It may actually be a worse pen I think for that's you. very true, I think that's good. So for that reason, there's a lot of steel nib pens that I like to kind of recommend as kind of starter pens. Of course, you know, we've got the five fountain pens for newbies video that's like one of our top videos of all time. That's a solid one. Lamy Safari, Pilot Metropolitan, Platinum Preppy, Pilot Varsity, yeah. Jin Hao. You really can't go wrong with any of these, especially starting out. And I honestly use these on a somewhat regular basis, even now. Oh yeah. Having a huge collection of pens. I still, uh, yeah, I still pens. use my uh, All-Stars, my Lamy All-Stars every day. So, like, I'm curious for you, like you have gold nib pens, mm -hmm. you have steel nib pens. When do you like gravitate to one or the other? I mostly use gold nib pens. Okay. So, um, I, I just, I do enjoy, I use gold nib pens, you know, almost exclusively really. Um, but I don't put a lot of pressure down on my paper at all. Really? Um, I just like the, no, and I don't look for that, um, I don't look for that bend and uh, balance that gold nibs, well, mm -hmm. I guess I do, but it's very, very slight, you know? Right. I have a pretty light hand, so I just find an almost imperceptible amount of comfortability, comfort, um, comfort that comes with writing a, with a gold nib. Yeah. But that's all I go for, just a little bit more it's of a very, comfortable. Like very nuanced. It's so nuanced, but okay. I feel like it's just just enough to kind of just give me a more pleasant writing experience. Do you what's what's your pen angle? Like if I give you a pen right now. Oh, it's and standard. Standard, like, you know, kind of... Because I feel like that matters, especially you know, when you're talking about... Standard, like, what, what do you call that? Like, 55, somewhere somewhere around there? I don't know what that is. Not quite, not quite 45. 45 would be probably, like, here. Yeah, yeah so I'm probably, I'm probably about 55. You're a little on the higher end. Let me see where... But I think this is normal. 55, That's normal. Yeah, 55 degrees is pretty That's average. That's pretty normal. Granted, this is a different pen. I'm going to try and hold mine. So mine is closer to this. Mine's more of, like, a true 45. Right. Maybe even slightly lower. So I was going to have you hold yours oh. next to mine. Put your cap on so it's more dramatic. Okay. Boom. Look at that. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm I'm much lower than you. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So for me, when I use a gold nib, and it doesn't really matter with steel as much, because steel, unless it's like a specifically flexible nib, it's not really going to flex. Right. Um, gold though, you're going to get a little bounce, mm -hmm. and the lower your pen angle, the greater the bounce is going to be. Right. Because you're essentially getting more leverage. Right. On that tip. And uh, you know, one thing that we were kind of talking about before we started the video is in the nib nook, mm -hmm. you know, writing samples. You, you mentioned that your team commented how most of our gold nibs in the nib nook uh, tend to seem a little wetter right. than their steel counterparts. Um, I think in, in general, sometimes gold nibs can be a little wetter, um, but also I think it's because I write with a little lower angle and I maybe have a little heavier hand. That's a good point. Uh, I, would, I don't know if I would say I have a heavy heavy hand necessarily, because I've seen some other people write who have really heavy hands. Mm -hmm. I've always said I have a heavy hand, but then I've seen some other people write. Not like write, a legit like, heavy hand. I'm like, oh, okay, there are heavier hands out there. I'm, I'm probably on the heavier side. Right. But heavier, lower, like I've noticed when you, or especially when Rachel writes, because she writes really steep and mm -hmm. very light, uh, my nib always looks broader than hers. Same right. pen, same ink, everything looks broader than hers. Because technically, the tipping material put on a gold nib is no different than the tipping material put on a steel nib. So other than the bend and the give that a gold 
that the gold material is going to give you, the actual tipping is identical and it should perform mm -hmm. with the same smoothness. Yeah. The same flow, the same... All equal, yeah. Yeah, the same toothiness or scratchiness. All that should be the same. You shouldn't be able to say that a gold nib is smoother because the tipping material is identical. Well, that's the interesting thing is, is people think, okay, so we got to nuance this, this thing is like, are gold nibs actually smoother? So, and you're talking about the tipping material, the, there's a couple of factors involved here. First off, steel nibs usually are less expensive mm -hmm. and they're more like productionized, right? There's sure. not as much handwork that's involved. Right. So you may or may not get something that's been like tweaked as much right. with a steel nib. So that could maybe impact it. You're right, the tipping material is often not very different. Sometimes it's slightly different. Like there can be different components of the alloy in the tipping material but like with, that are somewhat mysterious to us. Right, but with, like a, taking Yovo for example, you know, the mm. gold nib Yovo and a gold and a steel Yovo, there's not gonna be any difference there. Probably not. I yeah. don't know that for a fact. I don't know that like the exact composition of the tipping is the same on both. It could be slightly different. That we would need to talk to a nibmeister and see. Somebody who like actually grinds these things. Right. Because I know we've talked to like Mark Bacchus and Michael Masayama and stuff and people like that where it's like some nibs, like I know Pelican gold nibs, they have like very hard tipping material that's gonna be like harder wearing, mm -hmm. whereas other ones are softer on other brands. So like there's definitely something going on there as far as the alloy goes, that's a bit mysterious to me. But anyway, um, so yeah, I think the tipping material is not as much of a difference. Maybe the tuning a little bit, but I think most of it has to do with the kind of that But of balance. course that could go between, you know, something that's affordable, affordably produced and something that's produced with a little bit more of an expense taken into Absolutely. account. And Absolutely, so I, I think, think that's, you can, you can probably make a safe assumption that gold nibs are gonna have a little bit more attention given to them, right? But yo, that's why I bring up the Yovo example. Because that there, you see, that's a productionized environment, mm -hmm. you know, with, you know, more or less, you know, I think that it's safe to assume that, you know, they go through most of the same processes during production, right? Probably, probably. So I feel like that's a good kind of comparison. And, you know, you'll, you'll, you've written with them. There's not a huge amount of difference there. I mean, Brian Gray has almost said, hey, go, yeah, but get a steel nib. Don't in terms get a of their, nib. In terms of their, like, the tipping performance and how smooth it feels and stuff like that, you are right. They feel very similar. Where the difference you do feel, and I, I like that you use Yovo as an example because the nibs are exactly the same mm -hmm. size, tipping is the same and everything, but um, what you really are feeling the difference of is that spring, that bounce right. you get with the gold nib. But even with the, the Yovo nibs are a little bit... They're a little wetter. Well, no, they're a little bit stiffer. The gold nibs, you know, there's not as much bend to those as, you know, I think a lot of other gold nibs. Like what? Like what, what comes to mind? Um, I mean, even, if, even I think the difference between the... Uh, I mean, golly, even I think a vanishing point nib has a little bit more spring to it than you think so? a Yovo. I think the Yovo gold nibs are pretty stiff. Hmm. You don't yeah, think so? I disagree with you. What about Lamy? Do you think those are stiff? Lamy gold nibs are fairly stiff. Yeah, that's that's, that's my next stiffest the gold stiffest nib. The stiffest to me is uh, uh, platinum. Oh, oh, yeah. Stiff. Oh, no, that's white a good No, that, that's very true. Those Pilot tends stiff. to be a little springier. I think Edison, I would put them a little on the like medium to maybe springier side. Um, now I have a, my, my, my Edison gold is a double broad, so I have no reason to push on that thing at oh, all. So okay. my, my opinion might be a little skewed there. Okay. We may have to, we may have to play with this a little bit. Not right now, but, um, okay. So as we kind of wrap up here, I did want to, I have, I pulled out some pens and I kind of want to just go through them with you and just get some quick opinions as to whether or not you feel they're like a good representation of like a gold versus steel and kind of, you know, just kind of talk through these a little bit. So I have like a Lamy Safari. We've talked about Lamy plenty. I think that's a great starter pen. Steel nib, gonna be very stiff um, in the kind of medium to slightly smoother side. 
um, typical kind of European nib. And uh, yeah, any thoughts on the Lummi Safari? I mean, this is the definition of workhorse right here. You it's going to be reliable, it's going to be consistent, and I don't think that this pen or any of this style Lamy nib benefits that greatly from a gold nib, okay. other than aesthetics, because those gold nibs are lovely. So Pelican, this is the M120. This is a steel nib, but it costs, it's pushing $200. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like you can justify a $200 steel nib pen? Well, see, that gets into a different discussion mm -hmm. about the value of pistons, mm -hmm. built the internal Ooh. pistons in We're pen. gonna have to save that one yeah, for another no, day. That, that, I've got opinions on that too. Okay. So I think that that goes into why the price jumps up the way it does, okay. is because there's a perceived value there. But as far as nib quality goes, you know, Lamy might not have the consistency in the performance of like the line width and everything that Pelican does, but the availability and the accessibility of the nibs getting a replacement, like to me, negates that. Okay, so let's talk about some other kind of more expensive and steel nib pens. We have Edison Nouveau Premier. We have Stipula uh, Ventidu. Uh, Ventidu. And we have the Montegrappa Copper Mule. So these get up into the two to $300 range. The Copper Mule and uh, Montegrappa's kind of current offerings around like the Blazer, mm -hmm. uh, that is where the debate gets real tough. It gets tough pretty heated, right? Because you're talking a pretty penny for and a that, steel nib. And then you're talking about like, you really need to justify the rest of the pen mm -hmm. to still keep a steel. So do you feel like there's an expectation at a certain point that a nib should have a gold nib on it? Or I, should have a gold nib on There's it. definitely an expectation. I don't know if that expectation is that it should have a gold nib, but you know, you think about the actual price of a gold nib, that's usually like one to two hundred dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Ex additional. Mm -hmm. So when you find out that it doesn't, you really need to be you need to understand, well, if I'm not paying, you know, two hundred dollars for a gold nib, what the heck am I paying for? Mm. So to me, as long as you can justify that and you can talk about the process, the amount of handwork, et cetera, okay. that goes into the pen. I still think it's, you know, a good value. And, you know, I think I read that when fountain pens first came out, and I'm not a historian in this fact, on this, uh, you know, uh, whatever, um, the gold was almost a requirement because steel was so bad back then. Right. Is that's that, very true. Okay, see, that, oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. news to me. So now, it, that's just not the case. It's kind of like why ebonite was so popular, because modern plastics at the time were right. so bad. Right. Uh, so there were a lot of alternate materials. But then over time, plastics became better, they became more popular, and it wasn't as much stigmatized. I think there's still a little bit of that kind of steel nib lingering on, which is why Brian Gray did his article. Mm -hmm. What about palladium? Um, see, I am not sure that palladium... God, this pen is good looking. Um, where can, <laughs> I, get, where can I get one of these? No, I'm just oh, kidding. True. Um, Shameless uh, plug. I love palladium, but, you know, I think that there's... Oh. You right there, Andy? Yes. It's, 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 harder for, it's harder for me to really understand if it has a value above gold because the performance has been very similar. I actually have a Visconti with a gold nib. Um, I have a Davina with a gold nib back before they switched mm. to Palladium. Okay. And the difference is pretty minimal, if any difference exists yeah. at all. I think that there's something romantic about calling something Palladium and then sure. being able to up that number to 23 carat. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would I would essentially equate it to kind of a softer end gold nib pen. Sure. Cool. Um, yeah, 
So overall, like what what should people be getting? Should should they if they have a, a heavier hand, should they stick with a steel nib or like what what what's the right tool for the folks out there? You know, I think if somebody knows that they have a really really heavy hand and they just want to really pound it, they should probably lean a little more towards steel, mm -hmm. in my opinion, or maybe a stiffer gold right. um, with a broader nib. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. If you have a softer nib, so uh, not a falcon with a fine no. Generally not. Generally not. Unless you are kind of able to kind of bounce up and down with it. Right. If you just have a consistently heavy hand, that's not going to be the pen for you. Right. Um, yeah. There's lots of there's lots of great steel nibs out there. Personally, I think it all depends on where you're at. You know, if you've got more money than you know what to do with, and you want to just go ahead What's and that like? get a Luna or something like that, and you're like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I'll just get them all. Uh, then I would say you're not going to be disappointed. Mm -mm. But I think you know most most of our viewers here are probably somewhat budget conscious. I don't feel like you have to go up to a gold nib really at any point to enjoy your fountain penning experience. No. I think you can enjoy it, but you don't have to to get a good writing experience. I think that's fair. Awesome. All right, that'll pretty much cover us for today. We would love to know your thoughts. This is a very hotly debated topic. Steal or gold. So leave it in here in the comments. If there's anything that we didn't cover here that you want us to follow up with in the future, let us know. I am actually not going to be here on Wednesday. And probably next Monday either, because I'm traveling, I'm actually going to hang out with Richard Bender for a couple of days. What? And then I'm going to see Nathan Tardiff in person. Wait, he's a real person? He's a real person. I've talked to him on the phone many times. I've never seen him face to face. Wow. So I am going to be doing that later this week. So that should be pretty interesting. Yes. But anyway, I think Rachel was talking about being on with you without me. On we haven't Wednesday. done that yet. That would be kind of fun. Heck yeah. So we'll look to do that on Wednesday. Anybody, thanks everybody, have a great day, and right on.